The Kinky Cocktail Hour is brought to you by Motor Bunny, the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator that offers fabulous creative sexual experiences. We use it and it rotates, it vibrates, and it delivers mind-blowing orgasms. Enjoy Motor Bunny as your favorite sex toy. When you order the Motor Bunny, multiple attachments are included along with the link controller, which allows wireless control from anywhere. Motor Bunny is the world's most powerful saddle-style vibrator on earth. Use the link in the show notes and spice up your sex life with a Motor Bunny. You're listening to Kinky Cocktail Hour, a conversation between adults about sex-forward relationships, kinky lifestyles, and frank communication. If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we. I'm Safa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we. And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers. Okay, what are we drinking today? We're having an apple old-fashioned. An apple old-fashioned? I don't think we've had this. No, we haven't. Absolutely not. But it's an interesting way to use this whiskey because it's not your favorite whiskey. (laughs) This gives me an expression on his face. So it is apple whiskey. Yes. Yes. And you put a sugar cube in the bottom and you really douse it with orange bitters, like a lot, five to 10 shakes. Wow. And then you muddle the sugar cube and uh, you add half a teaspoon of water until it's mostly dissolved. And then you put your whiskey in, stir it, and then serve it with two cherries. It has the color. Yeah, it's a light whiskey. Like a diluted beer. Yeah. That's how it looks. Yeah. I don't remember ever trying the apple whiskey. Did I not like it? I don't. You definitely didn't treat it like the peanut butter whiskey. It wasn't as bad as the peanut no, butter whiskey. No, but right. it was. It wasn't my favorite. Not your favorite. All right. Yes, yes. But we'll see. It smells like apples. Yeah, it does. I mean, that's a very doable drink. It's a little sweet for me. Yeah. See, when they added the sugar, I was. I know that's what they do with an old fashioned, but I was yeah. like, wow, that apple whiskey is kind of sweet. So yeah. I'm not sure that will work, but. It's, you know, I could tone it down on sweetness. That's easy to do. Yeah, I mean, I would never order this drink. No, but me neither. But if I was presented it, but, I wouldn't like puke like I did with the, right. with the peanut butter whiskey. Well, and it's one of these things where early on in this process, because we've been at this for a while, mm. right, and making a lot of new cocktails, there was a point where I'd gone through the basics and then I started making eclectic cocktails. Experimenting, yeah. And I bought some of these alcohols that now I've got to figure out what other drinks can I make out of these? Because right. I, ma- I want off them, you know what I mean? Right. And so now I'm being more imaginative on like, let's try to use this one. What? How can we use it? Because I don't ultimately care if this is ever in our liquor cabinet. Right. You know what I mean? Because we're really starting to figure out what we need in our liquor cabinet. Yes. But to experiment like this, it's fun. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, this is, if you like apples and you like sweet drinks, this is for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you like something sweet to sip on, just to to have in your hand. Yeah. This would be the kind of drink you have. Yep. Today's conversation is brought to you by WeMinder, a behavior chart app for kinky couples like us. 
Learn more at weminder.app. Okay. Chapter 15. Yeah. It's interesting. This is all about Elodie. What's in Elodie's head, basically. Yeah. It sounds like at the beginning, she's setting up to have dinner yes. with Kay. Yes. Um, and her intentions are to not let Kay leave and spend the night. But even before that, you know, she's being very fastidious about putting the cutlery out just so and cleaning the glass just so and put testing. Yeah, cleaning the same glass over and over again. She's being very, like, obsessive about the way things appear Mm -hmm. because she wants to create a mood. Yes. You know, and the conversation she's having internally is about not letting Kay leave and keeping her for the night. Yeah. You know, just wanting to have sex with her. Spend time with her. And And she's thinking about how she's never had sex with a woman in her bed, in her her home. I know. And how she wants to wake up with Kay. And she's having all of these thoughts. Right, right, right. Which is kind of a cool setup because we're expecting Kay to show up on a bicycle. Yeah. Well, she's expecting that too. Yeah. And then a car drives up. car drives up, yeah. And out walks this redheaded woman. And Elodie immediately recognizes her. But is in shock. And then she speaks first to Elodie, you know, obviously knowing it's Elodie. And yeah. it's Mylene. It's Mylene. And, and Elodie's just stunned. Yeah, she's taken way back. Yeah. And, you know, she's setting up to, like, seduce Kay into <laughs> staying. And Mylene shows up. And she has to deal with all of that upset around Mylene's presence. Yeah. And she's sort of conflicted by it, but she invites her in and even invites her to stay for dinner, mm-hmm. which is something she regrets doing as soon as she invites her. Yeah, she's her. kind of jumping the gun on things right away. Yeah, but she's being, you know, she's being kind and she's being responsible and she's being thoughtful. But, you know, Mylene deflects and mm-hmm. they agree to have some wine together. So she pours her some wine and she lets her know that she's there as a buyer. And then they talk a little bit about their past. And there's mm-hmm. a realization that, Elodie's aware of that she's been living with since their encounter that she's felt abandoned by Malene that Malene left and never said a word and mm-hmm. that's what she's been living with and so she's got some pent up anger toward Malene around that so she's not completely like oh yeah Malene's here I'm into her but then Malene shares that she had written to her and the, the letters never got through and now Elodie's head is in a jumble because now she's thinking well, maybe she didn't abandon me. Well, maybe mm-hmm. if those letters had gotten through, I would have felt loved. You know, and she's having all of this conflict exactly. around that, which is so interesting because it's true. It's exactly what we do as human beings. Mm-hmm. We make up stories and then we operate like those stories we've made up that are completely conjured up in our head mm-hmm. is the truth. Yeah, and she and, lived with that truth she lived for with 18 it years. As the truth. Mm-hmm. But none of it was true. She just made it all up. Right. And so she was a bit surprised to find that out, but she also has the realization mm-hmm. that there's been 18 years since they were last together. Right. And the past is the past, and she can't make the past the present because it's in the past. Correct. And Kay's upstairs. But she's, and she's torn, though. She is a little bit, but I can, I can get why she's torn. I oh, mean, yeah, I get it totally. Yeah. I'm just saying there's a lot of confusion. Yes. And, you know, so she, you know, heads back upstairs and come to find out, too, I called it like a couple pages before yeah. when she came in and they were describing her and they were talking. I go, I bet you that's the woman from the spa that right. came met because they never really followed through with each other on who that was she visited with. Right. 
And it was Mylene. It was Mylene, yeah. And so, you know, the, the three of them are standing there and Elodie's looking at them both and picking out their similarities and their differences. And, you know, she's just really present to that. These are two women who have loved her. Mm-hmm. And like, this is a whole new experience for her to be present to. But anyway, Mylene being Mylene is sensitive to the moment. Right. Realizes that there's a thing happening and excludes herself from the conversation. Oh, yeah. And leaves, hands Elodie her card and says they're buyer and they're the biggest hotel in the world, basically. Right, right. Is interested in buying her wine. So there's an opportunity to connect with her later. So Mm -hmm. she's at ease and she lets her go. And then she's at the bottom of the stairs (laughs) thinking about what has just happened. And shifting gears. And shifting gears. And she's having this like internal dialogue about how Mylene never really left her because she came back and Kay's going to leave. And she starts to... Well, isn't that interesting too? Because if you talk about people having a story and you make up this... This, something happens, you make up a story, it's not the truth. You just make it up because we all want to have meaning why things happen to us. Yeah. And that's what Elodie had done. Yeah. And then when your story is at risk of being destroyed, it's amazing how your story will fight to stay alive. Like your story always wants to give you proof of why it's true. And Elodie had had that for all those years based on Miley never got a hold of me. But then she finds this out, right? But you have to remember, the story still wants to stay alive. So what's a, so the evil voice they talk about, yeah. story is telling her, well, then Kay will leave you. Because it's going to try to show it's right to it, stay it alive. It's so vicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. But, you know, she overcomes her trepidation. She shuts off the story. She runs up the stairs mm-hmm. and kisses Kay on the mouth. And She Kay- goes big at the end there, though. She just chooses to... And she thinks it's only fair that she be forthcoming about her and Mylene. Yeah, she shares. With Kay. So she invites Kay to the couch and she says, well, let me tell you about Mylene. And that's the end of the chapter. Yes. So it's great. You know, it's a window into Elodie and her becoming vulnerable. Yeah, that's what I got out of it. Although there's a lot of confusion there for her and highs and lows on her emotions. The biggest moment was at the end there where she really without hesitation, because Kay made a reference like she meant something to you. She, I mean, Kay got it. Yeah. She was not an idiot. And instead of recoiling from that or negating it or something that would be defensive mechanism, Elodie says, well, let me tell you about the convent, you know, and let's go sit on the couch kind of thing. And that's a really big moment for her because she doesn't let people into her story. Right. No, it's exciting. And I think that Kay's not going to go home. That's what I think. I think Kay's going to stay the night. I think Kay's also smart enough, based on her just picking up the energy between Elodie and Mylene, that she knows Elodie is being vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. I mean, what a shock to have Mylene show up after all this time and when Kay's on her way over. And be the same person. And be the same person. Yeah. (laughs) Good writing. That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. 
Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time, cheers! Cheers!